Welcome to the first episode of the Falker FC podcast of 2023. On this month's show, I'm joined by Country Carrots Managing Director Scott Henderson and by Falker Chief Executive Jamie Swinney. We speak about Country Carrots, our front shirt sponsor for this year, how the partnership developed between the club, how it's going, what the experience is like from one of our partners and working with the club. And we hear from Jamie about the overall progress of the club off the park, how the commercial operations are progressing, how the rebuild to the club is going, and a lot more interesting information from Jamie. So here is Jamie and Scott with the first episode of the year. Thanks both for their time and hope you enjoy the conversation. Jamie, Scott, thanks for joining the podcast. Thank you very much, Thank you very much for inviting us along. Absolutely, Colin. Looking forward to it. Yep, so Scott, I think we'll start with yourself. Do you want yeah. to introduce yourself to the Falkirk fans if they don't know you already and give us a bit of your bio and your background, your involvement with the club? Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm Scott Henderson. Um, I run and own Crunchy Carrots, which is based in Falkirk, just in Glebe Street, just around the corner from behind the wall, where everybody knows. Um, we are a digital marketing company covering a, a, a number of different services and um Social media management, we do website design or management of the websites. Uh, we also f- uh, do branding, graphic design, videography, photography, AdWords, all these type of services. Uh, we, we cover a lot of companies locally in the Falkirk area, across the Fourth Valley and into across the central belt of Scotland. Uh, recently, back in uh, September, we opened up our third location, uh, which we've got one in Edinburgh, and we've also got a location up in now in, in Perth, in George Street in Perth. Um, so there's a team, like a cracking team, so we have. There's um, 12 of us, 13 including Alfie, my wee dog, who's the main man. Uh, so 13 of us work really hard, all work and live local um, to Falkirk and obviously uh, laterally Perth. And yeah, that's who we are in Crunchy Carrots. If you walk past Glebe Street, look up, you'll... you'll You'll find out. You'll see a white office with a, a carrot sitting on top of it. So, what about yourself? What's your involvement been with the club over the years? Starting off as a fan. How far back do we go? Um, yeah. So a few years ago, I'm not giving my age away, but many years ago, uh, been a fan uh, for I don't even know how long. Certainly, running up behind my dad, walking up uh, towards Brockville or um, or, or across. All, all across Scotland, um, from the Brooks's bar in uh, Lower Newmarket, jumping the bus uh, higher at uh, Newmarket Street, or heading to all over uh, Scotland, up to uh, well, as far as Aberdeen, and uh, God knows where else. Uh, my memories uh, will be struggling to think of how far back that was. And uh, Airdrie, obviously, Dunfermline, all the all the games. Uh, the ups and downs. I was a I was a good mascot for a while because there was a period of time I never I never saw them get bait. So they all kind of was were delighted when I jumped on the bus. Um, so yeah, I've been following Falkirk since I was a young young boy. Um, my dad, as I say, taking me to the games, Brockville, uh, which was a, an interesting place. Fantastic atmosphere. Watched incredible amount of games there and. Uh, very uh, lots and lots of memories, even against the the Rangers and Celtics, uh, and obviously the Hearts Hearts and Hearts game, and uh, and of course the the Fifers and and Airdrie. But there's so many others games that you can I can think of, which is 
uh, lodged in the back of my mind. And obviously, more recently, um, to the new stadium down here where we are now. What's your favourite memory for Brockville then? We're just speaking off air about Brockville, so what is what was your best moment now? Oh, there's obviously the Hearts game, which which was uh, watching the Hearts fans disappear at half time was uh, amusing. Uh, jumping on the train at uh, Grimson. Um I think we saw lots of great players as well at, at um, Brockville, didn't we? I mean, De Canio played there. It's a world, eh? I mean, yeah, I remember watching them in, in, in the Cadet as well. No, the Cadet, what's the Celtic boy? George Cadet. George Cadet, yeah. And obviously Richard Cadet. Uh, Simon Stainrod, Crunchy, uh, Sammy, there's so many amazing players uh, from a Falker point of view as well as, as other teams. And you've got to look at other teams coming to Falkirk and, and appreciate them, appreciate the players. Um, well, it brought full back then, and as I say, more recently, and and here at the stadium, I don't know about my favourite moments. I think there's been a few uh, watching Clyde uh, go through to Clyde Bank, which is a, a day and a half with with my my dad and his friends, which is another for another day journey through there, uh, jumping on the park, celebrating. My dad ended up in the in the uh, changing rooms uh, with the. <laughs> Fucker players, I lost them. But um, yeah, um, more re recently here we're talking earlier on the Hibs game. Uh, was that two years ago? Three years Six ago? years ago. Was it? Yeah, I think it's twenty sixteen. Of course, COVID. Then. Seven. God, six years ago. Um, yeah, so that was. I thought that was a brilliant game. Uh, the place was jumping. The town was jumping. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, there's so many memorable games watching Stainwood play, McAllister play, the Hearts game at uh, Ibrox as well. And there's obviously the Cup games. Uh, the ones, uh, um, obviously Ibrox, the, the game against Kilmarnock when it should have been a, it should have been a goal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then um, the game against Rangers at, at Hamden, where I, th I really feel we should have been winning that game. Um, Nacho Nova, I think it was it scored, wasn't it? Yep. Not long after half time, throwing from the, 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 we were the left hand side of the pitch, and then yep. just goes and bangs in. So that was a bit of a of a nightmare of that game, but well, I think I think we, we held our, he our heads high, and then obviously the the Inverness game where down to ten men they were, and how did we not win that game? <laughs> it's our biggest chance, wasn't it? Yeah. And unfortunately, we we never won it, and and for a. To see Falkirk, a team the size of Falkirk, going to three cup finals in such a short period of time in a one generation, yes. it's quite incredible. I feel quite very privileged, unfortunately. I didn't win any of them, yeah. uh, but next time we'll... Yeah, as you say, Scott, you know, three cup finals in, in a generation is quite quite remarkable. When, when Blaine Rowe <clears throat> just joined the club the, the, the other week there, I sat with him a couple of days after he'd, he'd moved up and we'd done the paperwork side, and that's what I said to him. I said, I, I appreciate that... Uh, you know, he was really looking forward to the opportunity. I says, but actually, something I says you might not be aware of. I says, I, you know, I've been to three cup finals watching this club in my lifetime. Yeah. I said, three Scottish cup finals, and and you could see that even even his point of view, he, it was at that point him probably realising how big a club this actually yep. is. Um, I did say, I said, it might be difficult to pitch that right now because of where we are. I said, but that's fairly recently in yeah. terms of football. That's yeah, actually yeah. fairly recently we've been to these cup finals. So you know, hopefully we've got another one at some point, and and we're not having to wait too long. 
Um, yeah, so. I remember walking out of Kilmarnock, uh, the Kilmarnock game, or um, Cup Final, being really disappointed like every other Falkirk fan. Um, and I remember my dad turning and saying to me, he, says, he was quite emotional, he's like, he says, uh, I will never see another cup final again. Hmm. And I, th- I always remember that. And I'm thinking, will I? Will I see it? And I was, was that 25 years ago? Something yeah. Like yeah. So, you know, so. I was um, in my very early 20s. <laughs> and uh, thinking, will I see? We saw, we saw another two. Quite incredible. I don't know if it's all about it before. You were a fan, Jamie, before you ended up coming back to the club as well. So that's an interesting question you asked about the best memory of Brockville. So the first game I ever remember was, um, and it might not have been the first game I was at, hmm. but the first game I actually remember was was Falkirk 4, Celtic 5, 1992, so I was 6. Hmm. And uh, so my granddad and Falkirk fan, my dad a lifelong Celtic fan, and we were standing actually in the, uh, the Hope Street end. Hmm. And I remember as a kid just loving this experience. Obviously, big crowd, probably about 10,000 there that day, maybe roughly 10, 12,000. Goals galore. And I obviously not realising at that moment in time as a kid, this wasn't what <laughs> normally happened in football. You don't always get nine goals. But that was probably part of where my love for football came because I was fortunate to maybe have some positive early experiences going to the games with my granddad and, and maybe seeing games like that. Um, and, and, and certainly, the, 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 along with that game, the, heart, the, heart, the Hearts game will, will always be a, a really, really memorable one for, for I think for everybody that was there. You know, I think it goes without saying. So, um, that would be my two for Brockville. Well, there's plenty of other ones that I remember that were really good, but the two that stand out were my first ever, well, what I think was my first ever game, and certainly the the four nil Hearts game. Um, from a Brockville point of view, and it's incredible to think that we're you know that that's just kind of twenty years since yep. we were at Brockville. I know. Um, it doesn't seem that long ago, but, but clearly it is. So, uh, but it will always it will always be a special place for everybody that's connected to the club. Yeah, I've still got my wee chunk that I took on the last day, <laughs> the and I've got it sitting in my bedside cabinet. It's one of those things I don't think anyone here will forget it. Um, no. Hopefully, create that atmosphere here one day. That was against Inverness, wasn't it? Inverness, the last Pitch game. Yeah. Yep. There were yep. several that year because <laughs> <laughs> we won the league early. Yeah. Um, so, so just going back to yourself and Country Carrots and Scott, obviously I've been a fan, but why did you only decide to partner with the club um, for your business? Yeah, so there's two sides. <laughs> We're talking earlier on about that, Jamie and I. Obviously, you've got the emotional side. Hmm. Um, but I had to obviously take that away from the decision as much as I could. At the end of the day, I'm a business and uh, I've got responsibilities having a business, and that includes paying wages and paying people. So I had to make sure that it was a, a balanced business decision um, with a bit of emotion, obviously. Uh, tied into that as well, yeah. So the the, the Jamie and I uh, sparked up a conversation about it, um, and we, we kind of held the conversation uh, further and discussions back and forth. And I think it was a matter of part- partnering together in this, making sure that both parties got something from it. Um, we we are a, a local business. We are a, a small business, and as much as Falkirk's a, a big name, it's a small business as well, reality. Um, and we want to make sure that we can help each other grow and thrive. And, and that's financially, uh, as much as obviously, which, which and, and obviously with the, the league position. But 
there's only so much I uh, I'll have an impact on that. I even want to see me put my, my football boots on on Saturday, but um, certainly uh, you know to, to help each other from a commercial point of view. Um, that was so it was emotional side. I wanted to get involved to make sure I can help as well the club again from my background, my my my, my feelings for the club, um, and really that would hopefully help us get out of this league and up into the next league. And Jamie, your same question yourself. Why did you decide that Scott was the right partner for for the short sponsorship and all the other things that you're doing together? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a really interesting one. We, you know, we may as well be honest about last year's um, shirt sponsor was 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 turned to not be a very good one for the club. Fortunately, we ran into a number of of difficulties with with that um, particular business, and uh, you know, in the end, um, you know, the club weren't able to recover the money's due. So it was we were we were always going to uh, to move on, and um, what what was what we what we hoped to find was a, a business that was absolutely part of the Falkirk community, absolutely part of our town. Because for me, that's a that's a key part, and it's it's always going to be your first option to partner with a local business. So so that was important. We had we had two or three conversations with with local businesses. Um, <clears throat> the conversation with Scott progressed progressed well. And from our point of view, it was so important to have somebody we can trust, somebody that's that's absolutely bought into our town and community the same as we are, and and, and ultimately somebody we felt we could we could we could grow with as well as that the, the added value that Crunchy Carrots bring with regards to their expertise and in, in, in digital marketing expertise and, and website development, and we'll come on to the website and and at some point in the podcast as well. So it was it was important to find the right partner, especially given where we were last year. And I'm delighted to say that the experience of working with Crunchy Carrots has been quite literally night and day in comparison to our our, our partner from um, our, the business that sponsored us from last year. You've mentioned both of you mentioned the word partner rather than just sponsor. So that's cool. Uh, it's a different way of working maybe than before to try and work closely with the people that are wanting to support the club, so that it is mutually beneficial rather than just gives you money. Uh, we'll speak to you in a year. Certainly hope so. You know the, the, the commercial side needed a needed a, a kind of um, a restart. We, we we came through COVID and and staff had moved on and we needed to start again. We needed to, to, to rebuild the whole club, but rebuild the whole commercial department. So when when we first started, we didn't have any business or any partner um, on 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 longer term deals. We didn't have anybody that was with us um, that we we could we knew were going to be with us for for a long period of time. So how do you establish long term relationships? You have to build the relationship first, create trust, and create a mutually beneficial partnership. By doing that, you hope that it does encourage partners to be with you for for for, for hopefully a number of years. We had that with Central Demolition before. Clearly, that was a fantastic long long term partner of the club. But you don't you don't just get these partnerships or, or these relationships overnight. You have to work at them. So from our point of view, while this is a, you know, this is a one year uh, a deal initially, um, along with some other partners we brought in this year. We hope that we can grow the partnership over time, and and the only way to do that is to make sure that the partner feels valued and the partner feels part of the club, and hopefully we enjoy success together. And if we do that, I'm sure we all have partners that are with us over a long number of years. So that's that's certainly partly on our on, on ourselves, and hopefully, um, hopefully Scott along with other partners that have joined us this year see and feel valued, and then want to be part of the club longer term. So what's the experience been like then, Scott? Been closer involved to the club than you have been in the past? Um, it's certainly different from uh, what it was over the last few years when uh, when, when you see your company name on, on the shirt. Um, 
the first game was the, the opening of the stand, hmm. which uh, I, I think is a C I sponsor, the C on the stand <laughs> uh, currently at the moment. Um, so, but when we're standing up in the in the stadium watching the team come out and with your, your strip and it was it was it was a uh, it was it was interesting. <laughs> uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of colleagues from uh, the team from Crunchy Carrots were there as well, so brought them along. We watched that; it was good. Um, so yeah, that that was a that was a diff- different experience watching that, and obviously mm. ongoing and then then pretty much straight after the Hibs game on, on the telly. So that was that was uh, that was uh, uh, exciting to see that. I think I think working with the club. Um, it's it's been great. I, I've I've known Jamie for a while, and uh, I don't know how many years we've, we've known each other, Jamie, and and um, I know and a, a number of people at the club here just now as well. And in the past, so I've I've been involved in various ways with the club previously. I built I built the site. I built the, built the uh, the website initially um, way back probably six years ago. I think, I think uh, with working with the club previously, I think this time is is obviously different. Um, we, we, Jamie and I sparked up the, the, the conversations very much at the very beginning about a partnership here and that's that's kind of where we're going with this and that's what we're doing. Um, the, it's been great seeing the logo on the strip out there. Um, it's something different. But also it's, it's an opportunity to hopefully benefit the club uh, and just from a local company point of view and, and obviously um, financially hope so and, and the other aspects, as I say, we built the site the website about seven, six, six years ago maybe, uh, and it was definitely needing re- re- renewed, so uh, reviewed certainly, and uh, we've been doing that over the last few months. So that was another part of the partnership, just offering my team to come in and review where we are and really kind of up the level from a um, online perspective and from a commercial perspective as well, hopefully as well. Yeah, I think I think that's key. We we our website we we, we left it. Um, you know, get to the point where it was it was needing you know some kind of serious CPR work on it. Uh, it was still it was still done its you know its basic function, but it was it was long mm. past needing a refresh. So as part of the partnership that we that we struck up with Crunchy Carrots last summer was <clears throat> looking at um, spending the next while next number of months refreshing it. So we've been working on in the background. Uh, the, the, the site's obviously not our current site's still live, but we've done all the hard work in the background thanks to Scott and his team. To get to the point where in the next few weeks we should be able to to, to, to go live with all the the, the the whole website if that makes sense which is basically a refresh of every single page so there's a lot of there's a lot of work that goes into that um and if it hadn't been to be honest before country cats given us that support and kind it wouldn't have been possible to to go and pay and do that because it would have been you know given how challenging this year is financially it would have been another thing we would have had to put to the back burner and leave for another six months or a year which would put the website even more out of date than it already is. So while that's taken a number of months to get there, we certainly wouldn't have been able to do it without the in-kind support from, from Scott and his team. So what, what, kind of, what kind of benefits have you seen, either for brand awareness or even just having your staff engaged with the club, bringing them games, things like that? What, what are you seeing? Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned about the staff and the team. Uh, I think this was a, a two-way uh, scenario here from, from Crunchy Carrots. It was, it was outward looking in and inward looking, looking out. Um, certainly, from the team point of view, when when I let them know, they were quite surprised and excited, and and uh, certainly it was uh, something that the, all their friends and that were talking about when when we released it back in June, middle of June. Um, 
you know, other friends that were talking, pick up the phone and phone them, and uh, so again, I got the awareness f for for crunchy carrots, certainly across the the uh, the Falkirk and Central Belt, and actually uh, it went a bit viral at times. Um, <laughs> I think it was to do with a couple of things, maybe the name. Um, Can you explain the name? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So well, the idea is you don't forget about it. So we do marketing. Um, we uh, so I, I many years ago I, I, I rebranded because I wanted to build the company up and um, so uh, I was looking to to try and find a name which would be memorable. Uh, so a big bit of paper in the middle of the uh, table with a glass of wine, throwing some names about, putting them together, asking a few people who weren't cheerleaders and uh, their thoughts, and I always kind of came back to the crunchy carrots, and then of course finding domains and stuff. So. That's where we where I stopped at, and then um, the logo, uh, which again caused a, a bit of a chat on the Twitter uh, feed. It went viral, as I say. Um, it was quite funny. Our uh, hits on the website went up that week, which was uh, quite quite fun. Uh, as in, what is or what the is crunchy <laughs> carrots? Um, it's a few. It's <laughs> a few funny comments on the online about what what the uh, logo looked at was we had a right laugh in the office it was hilarious every morning we come in do you see this one do you see that one um it was quite funny i'm not going to obviously explain the ones i'm talking about but i think a few <laughs> folk know um yeah so uh from a so yeah, from a brand awareness point of view people talking about us, people actually knowing who we are we, we have been <clears throat> on the go for over six years um and in fact, it was six years next month. Um, based in the town centre, I think uh, a lot of people walked by thinking, "What, what is crunchy carrots?" And I'm kind of hoping that people have got a better idea now what we are and who we are. Um, brand awareness for, for certainly locally and uh, kind of across the central belt has been has been great. That's that's the reason why we why we went down this route. And I guess if the club is successful and you get further the leagues, that brand awareness is going to spread when you start playing bigger teams, better chance of TV, things like that. Absolutely. That's the, that's the, the aim of the game. That's a good sales pitch call, well done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do your job for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the aim. That, I mean, that's obviously the byproduct of, of being a Falkirk fan, uh, but, but it's a, that's a byproduct of, of where we end up with this. Um, for me, first and foremost, is that we get up into the next league. Uh, yeah, there's a uh, there's a crunchy cats will get well be, better known obviously in the next league etc and and what have you and um, but it's it's fundamentally important that we, that's that's our that's our aim this year but from a crunchy cats point of view I'm really happy with the 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 how it's went and people are actually talking about us and hopefully finding out what we actually do digital media marketing uh, etc. When we spoke in the first episode, you had spoke a lot about rebuilding the commercial department and building new partnerships. You've also got Crunchy Carrots, you've got a bunch of other ones that you've announced. What's that allowed the club to do and where are you relative to your targets for the year and rebuilding all that? Yes, I think when we spoke, it was pre-season, yeah. wasn't it? So we, we, we are very much at the start. We've done a lot of the, <clears throat> the preparation work in the, in the lead up to pre-season, uh, yeah, the, the summer there. From almost January onwards, the, the rebuild was of the club was starting. That includes the rebuild of the commercial department. So we had to start again with regards to commercial brochures, commercial architecture, commercial database, client database, all the things that, that, that we needed to have in place to allow the club to then um, effectively, as I say, restart its commercial department. 
So we spent the, the months building up to that, but then what you also need to then do once you've done the, the, the bit in the background, which is setting up the foundations, you need to actually engage with people to, 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 to come and partner with the club. So some of those conversations did start, you know, as, as early as, as, as this time last year. And thankfully, we've, from our, you know, I take each, each segment of commercially, um, the commercial side separately, sponsorship, which is clearly where we are with, with, with Crunchy Carrots and as our main sponsor, principal sponsor of the club, that was a key one to get over the line. <clears throat> but thankfully, we were also able to add a number of other key partners, and most notably probably one certain partners that are on long-term deals, which gives the club that stability, a bit of consistency as well, and hopefully, again, going back to my point earlier on, achieving success together. So we managed to sell off all the strip, and in terms of the, the mannequin and Horizon have been with the club for, for quite a long time, are the only partner really that we were able to retain from maybe pre-COVID in terms of a long-term partner. Um, we, we Jarvie Plant, they renewed their, their, their short sponsor, where Regency Betting came in at the at the bottom of the of, of the of the shirt um, for the first time. We also had total tickets who were on a long-term deal on the sleeve and then seat, seat service on, on the sock and who were on a long-term deal. So for the first time in a long time, the club's got the, the full strip sponsored. You're only allowed to sponsor those areas. And people might think, you know, can you, mm. is there anything else you could put on? <laughs> but, but that is SPFL rules. We're at the absolute maximum. And while I, while I always appreciate supporters wanting the strip to look like a Falkirk strip, we as a club need to... We need to get as much money as we possibly can. The targets we set ourselves for sponsorship were, were, were challenging. They're made even more challenging when we decided to, which I still believe to be the right decision, increase the manager's budget. Um, when we got to the end of the summer, or the kind of, the kind of start of the season, and we were still light in our opinion on from a player perspective, the decision was taken to put on a stretch target over and above what was already quite challenging targets for, for, the, for the football club. But it, was, it doesn't all rely on sponsorship. That stretch target can come in, uh, the additional revenue can come in lots of different ways. It can be cup runs, it can be more more gate receipts, it can be more hospitality, more retail sales. So the stretch target wasn't just purely focused on you need to bring in you know, um, a lot more extra sponsorship. So where we are in regards to targets, <coughs> sponsorship, um, well on track, advertising, well on track as well. Uh, hospitality, looking like we'll probably beat our target I'm fairly confident in that for example the Brockville Lounge and the, the Invest in Falkirk Lounge which is over the over the other side of the corridor they, they accommodate about 100 people and we've been sold out for 7 games in a row I expect the remaining games to pretty much be sold out as well because we're very close in a lot of them uh, so hospitality is probably going to surpass its target retail is definitely going to surpass its target so if, if we get to the end of the season and we've met the target on sponsorship met the target on, on, on advertising and then surpassed it in hospitality and retail then the commercial side of the club's done really, really, really well. Um, really well. It will still mean that we might still be short or we might overstretch target, but we've certainly made a real, real effort to get there. Thankfully, we've also seen an upturn in the park, which is then delivering more money in terms of uh, gate receipts and, and, and prize money from cups. So combined, we can hopefully achieve not only the initial target, but the stretch target as well. And, and, and it's thanks to people like Scott and, and partners like, Scott, like Crunchy Carrots that we're able to, to, to give the manager a bit more money to put a competitive team in the park that we're all hopefully enjoying watching and give ourselves a real chance of getting promoted this year, which maybe the last couple of years we, we, you know, we fell well short. So it was important to give our, um, to give the fans a team that could, could get us up. And to do that, we need to maximise all revenues, including sponsorship. Another sponsor that have joined us this year as well is obviously having the backing of, of Crunchy Carrots and, and all the partners on the, on the strip. Uh, we, we've recently signed a, a, a long-term deal with Hannigan Hotels who have, who have backed the Youth Academy. That's a really important sponsor to us. 
uh, BT Construction have just became our, our training partner um, for, for the second half of the year and we hope we can extend that partnership beyond beyond that, that period. The O'Neill's one's a really important one for us. People might wonder why why O'Neill's, why not Puma? So so Puma have been a, you know, a good partner over the years, but being with Puma, we are a fairly small club in their portfolio, so we had to look for a deal that we felt gave us more scope, more flexibility, lower um, minimum uh, order quantities, more flexibility, more creativity, and O'Neill's can do all that. But as well as that, O'Neill's are supporting the club with sponsorship over the next five years, so they, they'll become a main partner in the next five years, and a main partner, because they're actually putting sponsorship into the football club. So that's a real key one. And we've also been fortunate this year to, to, to welcome Euro Equipment Solutions as our community match day partner, and BD365 as our social media partner. So there's a number of goal partners in there that, that, are, that are with us for, for years to come. So what if what if thank all of them. How is the overall structure of the club now running? Because you talked a lot about restructuring the last time we were here, and is the morale much better now is everyone because the results in the park are better is everyone just feeling a lot better now compared to this time last year the club's in it's just night and day where we are um, I think everybody knows that, that, that we talked about you mentioned yourself Colin as a, as a supporter for your whole life your whole, whole life the five or six years leading up to this year were as bad if not the worst five or six years in the club's history certainly up there with the worst in, in the club's entire entire history so the rebuild unfortunately when you've when you've declined it's such a rapid decline over that six year. We're talking about you know going back to that being one game away from the Premiership, and then all of a sudden six years later we're finishing sixth in League One. That decline is the biggest decline in Scottish football. There's no other club had a decline in that period of time as bad as Falkirk. So you can't just flick a switch and all of a sudden win the league by twenty five points and go win the Championship by twenty points and be in the Premiership. It's not unless you've got a multi millionaire, you're not going to do that. So thankfully, we we have seen a, a a significant upturn in both on and off the park pro, you know performances. The club's in a much much better place. It, it does feel better. People I think are enjoying being back at the club more. So fans walk out on a Saturday more often than not, happy, having enjoyed themselves. There's a positivity. As I say, commercially we're doing we're doing a lot better. The board's now been in place for a year. Fan ownership's getting closer and closer. So there's lots and lots of positives. While there's still challenges. We've certainly um, stopped the decline and we've certainly started on the journey to be to the club we want to be again, but there's still some tough times ahead. How has your experience, say, of watching as a fan changed since you're now involved? Is it is it is it just enhanced how, how stressful as match day is? Or <laughs> it's still stressful, yeah. Is still oh, able to enjoy it? Yeah, I mean, um, Jamie, I've spoken about this, there's, there's not many things I've, I mean, Getting me off my chair, it's, it's uh, Scotland and Falkirk, and I would include Man United in there as well. But certainly <laughs> Scotland and Falkirk. What a glory uh, hunter! <laughs> 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 Scotland and Falkirk, what a glory hunter! <laughs> it's been a challenging few years for being a Scotland and uh, Falkirk fan, but uh, both both teams are doing uh, doing better now. Um, so, has it's, it's been different? It has been. Um, I, kind of in a way, I, I've still I've been going over the, the South Stand. I love the South Stand over there. I've been going over there with my dad a few times. We've also been up in hospitality, and and and, and Jamie and the team invited me in, into the boardroom a few times as well, which has been great. So I just, it's just, it's just, it's changed, but not that significantly. Once the the whistle goes, I'm 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 just back to myself. I, I it's. Uh, back to my normal self and how it would be watching the game anyways as I say up and down like a yo-yo in the, the, the chair you've probably seen me Jamie um, uh, try, try to keep the language uh, fairly tight but uh, 
it's it's not really. I mean, it's it's good. We've been bringing a lot of clients along here as well, which is which has been good for them to to, to see it as well, and 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 uh, my family as well. Um, we had a we had a day in the park when we we did a bit of a um a fun time in the park with the, with the team as well, and we're doing hit the crossbar and stuff and. So we had a bit of uh, my, my two boys and, and my fiance she was there as well and so we're all kind of together kicking the ball about so it was a bit different being on the park and then jumping up in the stadium and watching it so but um no it, um it's i don't think it's changed that much to be honest with you i still have that as soon as i say as soon as that whistle blows and then starts to finish i still have i'm still the same dafty jumping up and down so what do you both hope for the this partnership in the future, do you, do you want it to continue, and where do you want to see you you want it to be? I think from our perspective, we 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 want to come back to the start. We we want to have partners with us on on what we hope as a journey back to the championship, and hopefully a a journey back to the Premiership. And we know that's not going to be overnight, but we do believe we're on we're on the tra on track to, to to achieve that over time. So would it be amazing to have country characters with us? All the way through our journey, of course, of course it would. But ultimately, we've got to, um, our Scott and, and any business has got to make sure that they feel they're getting the value that they hope that they're putting in. They hope they're getting that value back in different ways. It's not always purely in maybe, um, finance, but in terms of how 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 they are as, um, treated as part of the club. So we need to do our job well. We need to make sure that partners feel like being part of this club, that they absolutely get everything and more than what we said they would get. And if we do that right, then I think we will have partners or buffers for for a long time. Um, if we fail to do that, then we'll have to be constantly out there trying to find new partners, and that's a really tough thing to do. So it's about making sure that when people come into this club as a partner, they stay with us. And and if we're enjoying that success together, then I'm sure come the time when we are in the Premiership, then those partners that are with us for the journey will be really proud to have played their part in getting Falkirk back to hopefully the Premiership. Take the mindset then as the day that you sign the deal with whatever partner, that's when the hard work starts then to, to try and keep them. Yeah, absolutely, and and, and we, we we ask for feedback. You know, Scott Scott's given us feedback about things we can do better, and and it's up to us to make sure we take that on board and, and do it better. Yeah, I think it's again working together. We've mentioned the word partnership a lot today, and I think I'm hoping that's kind of where it's coming across that, that what we're doing here, um, and it's ensuring that uh, my myself and my team can add value as well to Falkirk Football Club because it's my team. It's, it's my team it's uh, it's how I feel about them and, and, and so there's a kind of I think a, a double edged sword here I think however you want to analogy look at that is uh, making sure that uh, both both work well together and, and enhance each other so we can make sure that we are up in that premiership we are up in the, the, the championship and then the premiership and you know it's because a club like this everybody knows it's a it's a great club local club 3,700 was there on, on uh, Saturday, 50 or so from Clyde. That's 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 pretty impressive, um, and very impressive. You look at the stats on the the, the Premier League and the average attendance. It's uh, they're they're a, they're, a, they're a club where they're not they shouldn't be in this league. Everybody knows that, um, but just need to all work hard as do the fans. Uh, everybody needs to work hard to to get us to where, where we want to be, support the team as we do, uh, make make some extra noise, get the, the players G'd up on the day. And the players also have got the, the responsibility as well to make sure that they, they get the fans going as well. Uh, and ultimately that makes it, from a, a winning perspective, 
uh, commercial perspective and in that in theory by the time we do all that the, the cake should be baked and we should be up in the, the championship then Premier League so if anyone's listening to this I'm sorry it's a, it's a carrot cake by the way <laughs> <laughs> my favourite uh, <laughs> You should do that in hospitality. Get yourself a wee crunchy carrot soup. Aye. Yeah, crunchy carrot soup and carrot cake. We need to we need to make sure that the council are on board with that one. Then. Aye. <laughs> Aye, next to your donor pies and sort of stand, you can get your wee crunchy carrot cake. I was surprised. I thought I thought there'd been a few uh, blow up carrots getting flung in the park against uh, <laughs> Dunfermline, if I'll be honest with you. But, uh, you have to plant a few the next game. Yeah, we can, I, I don't mind. I can, <laughs> I can certainly go on Amazon and buy a few carrots and send them whoever wants to. Once the time of their address, I'll, I'll do that if they get blown up. So, Jamie, if there's anyone who's listening to this, we'll start put out to business individuals, but if there's a business out there that maybe want to sponsor or partner with a club, but what are you looking for from them and how would they go about doing that? I think it's more what, what can we do for them. Really straightforward. As we, <clears throat> our approach now to, to sponsorship and advertising is, is more to actually see what is it you're looking to do and do we have something that fits and sometimes the answer is no but our aim's got to be to, to start off putting putting the ball in the partners or the, or the potential business the partners that the business is foot and asking them because i think it's maybe a, an error of football clubs um, to to just go in assuming they know what that business needs and just offering them a, a generic package so we're trying to be as flexible as we can we we do have packages bronze silver and gold and sponsorship bronze silver and gold and advertising so for any business, there, there's something that we can do for them. Um, and we're always open to just having that initial conversation. Falkirk won't get back to the Premiership simply by the supporters showing their fantastic oil support. It, it's not enough. If you look at, on average, or on, on an average season, you know, or an average financial year, a season ticket's like about 15% of our, of our overall income. It's 85% comes elsewhere. And out of that 85%, you know, a good percentage of that will come from sponsorship and advertising. So for us to be able to give the manager the best budget possible, for us to be able to compete, when we go to hopefully back to the championship and we're starting to look at competing at the top end of that, our budget, if our budget to be the best in the championship, we're going to have to make sure we maximise every single penny from sponsorship, advertising, hospitality, um, the, re the retail side, and gate receipts and season ticket holder money. Because... That's the only way we can then give the manager the most competitive budget. So if there's, if there's businesses out there who, who want to be part of the club at any level whatsoever, myself, Graham Stewart and Graham Carvis, we'll be delighted to meet you. We might have something that really suits you. We might be able to really help your business. But we're happy to listen and to hopefully create something that suits your business. So it's obviously a massive thank you to Scott because I can't stress enough the difference between having a, a partner like Crunchy Carrots, who have made a big difference to the club this year um, in a really positive way in comparison to what we had before. So we're delighted to have Scott and, and the other partners that have joined us this year. Um, but we're also open because we to, to other discussions because we do have some partnerships sitting unsold that would make a difference, make a difference right now to the football club. So hope to hear from you. Yep, and individual fans, if they wanted to support the club in, in excess of what they do on match days, and for the retail, what's available to them? <clears throat> From a sponsorship point of view, it probably is looking at things like the sponsor and the player's shirt and the player's boots and the goalkeeper gloves. But I'll be honest, the single biggest thing I think fans can do right now is, is, is join the FSS. It's, it's, I can't stress enough how important that vehicle is. If Falkirk supporters want a fan-owned club, 
that's fundamentally a question that some people might say yes to, some people might say no to, some people might be somewhere in the middle. But what a fan-owned club means, for those that maybe, you know, because there's different models of fan-owned clubs as well out there, but when you look at somebody like a Motherwell or, or a St Mirren, what they've got is a fan-owned club. A fan-owned club that still, the, the supporter societies still put money into the club over and above their operating income. Now, for us, we've only just started, and we've got 600, I say that we, the FSF, only just started, 620 members, I think it is. If that can go to the numbers similar to, to these other clubs that we mentioned, the club can operate on a different level. So not only do you get fan ownership where it's proper governance and directors are voted in and out, so you have a genuine say in who's on the board and you can put yourself forward to, to, be, to, you know, to, to go up for nomination for the board from the FSS or from the patrons. So you've got the fan-owned club, you're protecting it from that potential of someone coming in who maybe doesn't have the best interest long term for the football club at heart. People might think, but that'd be great. You know, might have somebody that's got millions of pounds. I would suggest that for every good football owner that you can think of out there, there's at least a few ones that haven't done particularly well. And I'm going to the very highest level of the game, working its way down. So if we end up in a position where fan ownership's not working and we end up having to look at, at that potential alternate route, this club might never have the opportunity to be fan owned again. So right now, and, and, we're, and I think everybody knows it's not an easy time, but if if you're able to, the FSS is the best vehicle to, to put any extra money you do have in because that allows us to get to fan ownership quicker where the club's protected, but also means that once the shares are all bought, that money can then be used to, for example, properly restart the academy or eventually look at facility development over the far side. We'd love to have a four-stand longer term. That can be made possible if the FSS really gets to the numbers we know it's capable of. And maybe even more importantly than that, if eventually we get to the point of being at the top in the Championship and the Premiership, it can allow us to have a competitive budget, a budget that might actually stand us in, stead, in good stead to be a consistent Premiership club. So that's the vehicle. That's the best option right now if you're able to put any, any extra in. And if you're not able to do that, coming to the games is still absolutely massive to us. And buying a 50-50 ticket and, and buying something at the retail or buying hospitality is all still vital as well. So we do thank every one of you. Um, it's not been an easy six years, but hopefully we're on the right road now. And Scott, we'll probably wrap up with, with talking a bit more about Country Carrots. So do you want to just talk a bit further about what you guys do and what you can offer um, potential clients and businesses and people who are listening, what, what you guys can offer to them? Yeah, as I said earlier on, we're a, a, a really, um, we've got a really cracking team. Uh, there's twelve of us, um, highly experienced in on all all different various levels of uh, online marketing. Um, we've got uh, web developers uh, who are uh, well, we're working on the Falkirk site at the moment. Uh, we've completed best part of two hundred and fifty websites over the last six years. Uh, many many been local companies to here. Um, across the, the Falkirk area, uh, the Fourth Valley, and as I say, the Central Belt of Scotland. Um, we have uh, had one in, uh, I've done some work in London and also New York. I'm just waiting in Paris coming through <laughs> at the moment. Um, so, yeah, so that's uh, web development. Uh, we also uh, manage uh, social media channels for companies. So, some companies who are just looking to work on what they're doing day to day, whether it be uh, working in a restaurant, whether it be cutting hair, whether it be uh, managing uh, a, a team, whatever it may be, and, and their products and service, we, we can then help promote them on, on social media and we'll, we'll use our expertise. We've got a, a cracking marketing department who will help with that. 
Um, a few companies, we, we, we do a lot of local companies from here. And we're, we're just actually just uh, uh, talking with Jarvie Plant earlier on. We're just starting to work with Jarvie Plant closely. And also uh, Malcolm Allen and there's a whole lot of other uh, clients, all different various services, uh, products, like you name it, uh, candlesticks makers and what have you. The video and photography as well, in the, the world of online uh, marketing and online social media, the, the video is massive at the moment. Um, so we've got a, uh, I've got a real experienced guy who who can uh, certainly promote you online. Uh, really do a, a cracking promotional video uh, of your company. So that's hand in hand in any graphic design, any branding, we, we cover that element as well. So everything's in house. So we all do it with our with our uh, highly qualified team uh, who are a bit nuts. And they all work together really really well. I'm really proud of them all. Um, we are growing. We've we've we've. Um, We've grew from uh, from six to twelve in the last twelve months, so um, it's been it's been a real 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 journey, uh, a lot of investment, um, and 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 them and also um, um, our services and and again new premises up in Perth uh, to add to Edinburgh, Edinburgh and our, our main branch in Falkirk. Plus a dog-friendly office as well. Plus a dog-friendly office. You can't forget Alfie. He's, he's the main man. I'd like to hope everybody's seen him already. If not, just jump on the website, crunchycarriers.co.uk. You can't, you can't miss him. He's a, he, he definitely helps the clients. And he helps us with the clients from a sales point of view as soon as they walk in. Although in saying that, he's, he's less likely to jump up and bark now because he's 13 years old, so mm. he's just a bit lazy. <laughs> just lies in the corner snoring. But he's a good lad. And Jamie, have you got anything final you want to say to the fans? Uh, as we're going to the second half of the season yeah I mean it's obviously January and, and I know fans are absolutely um, you know like like all of us we, we hope to be able to, to strengthen the squad John John and Paul and, and our head scout Alan um, are working extremely hard have been for, for, for weeks uh, on, on conversations that are ongoing um, it's, been, it's been frustrating and, and John alluded to that in his interviews we, we, we are Determined to improve the squad in the, in this window, um, John won't stop. He'll keep going until until he does that. So while we appreciate it's frustrating, you know we we do thank you for for your patience. Um, we we clearly still believe we can win this league. We've got two games against Dunfermline, six points up for grabs there. So it's it's still possible, but clearly we need to be more consistent than we were in the first half of the year. Your backing will help us. We've got, we've got a number of away games coming up, so so being there and, and being as loud and vocal as you can will help will help the team. And we've just got to keep believing that by by playing the way we have been in recent weeks, that we'll, we're going to win a, a good number of games in the second half of the year. Can we put them under pressure? Can we can we give them something to think about by by constantly being uh, winning uh, and 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 putting put a bit of, you know if nothing else putting a bit of doubt in their mind? And can we go and beat them when we play them twice? So it's still it's still it's still possible. Um, we want to have a better second half of the season than we did first half. If we do that, we'll give ourselves a right good chance, uh, certainly of 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 playoffs if 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 that happens to be. But we're, we're still determined to try and win the league. And I think you've got a speakers' night coming up as well in support of the academy. Um, I don't know if we touched on it in a, a new podcast, but you want to just talk about that quickly? Yeah, so I think most fans are very passionate about the, the academy. We, we, for us to get back to where we are, it's going to take a bit of time. So we're trying to build it up just now. We want to next year start have a effectively a reserve team, although it won't be a team in terms of you know, sixteen bodies. It'll be maybe four or six apprentices. Pierce Pierce Carroll's already already signed as the first apprentice um, in the last five years. We want to add a few more that would be from our under 18s or from. Uh, 
other players drop out of their academies to give to give effectively to give us a, a, a kind of mini development squad that can play in a reserve league with some first team players and some under 18s um, and eventually start to produce young players for this club again but um, clearly at this moment in time it's very difficult so uh, a speaker's night a youth, the youth dinner used to be extremely popular we're, we're only sitting at about 24 tables sold out of 35 so we're still short it will be a really great, great night with Peter Martin who's, who's the best in the circuit uh, and Ruffy who's, who's obviously a footballing legend um, we we, we really need more people to come to that. We need more tickets to be sold, more more tables to be bought. Um, and that helps us make sure that that reserve team next year, that, that development squad, four, five or six apprentices can happen. But we, we need to finance it. And, and clearly we need to finance it over and above um, things like season ticket money because that needs to go into, into making sure the club can run. So if you're able to, please join us on that night. Scott, Jamie, thanks a lot for your time. Thank you. Uh, introducing us to Country Cats and talking about how the club is redeveloping its commercial operations. So thank you both. And uh, if you enjoyed this, please subscribe and you'll get the podcast straight to your feed every month it's released. So thank you guys for your time. Thanks, Colin. Cheers.